Hello everyone and welcome to the Long Time Nuggets with Imperial Law Office. This is the fourth episode in this series on insurance law in Nigeria. My name is Abisola Kende, BK, and I'm here with my colleague Toluwani Oyedemi. Hi guys, thank you for joining us again today. We are definitely in for another exciting ride. Alright, so today we'll be discussing about the essentials of an insurance contract. So as stated in our earlier series, an insurance contract is an agreement between the insurer and the insured, where the insurer undertakes to pay the insured a fixed amount on the happening of a specified event in exchange for a consideration called premium. So being an agreement, it is subject to the usual principles guiding commercial agreements. So, and the principles are offer and acceptance. Now, the offer to enter into an insurance contract may be made by a prospective insured or by an insurer. This could be by the insurer stating the premium payable for a proposed risk, which could be for the insured to either accept or not. Also, an insured could fill out a proposal for insurance coverage. This would be deemed to be an offer from the insured, which may be accepted by the insurer. Sometimes it could be agreed to by the parties that the acceptance of the insured proposal is subject to the payment of the first premium. In mm-hmm. such instance, either party would be free to withdraw from the agreement until the premium is paid. Now, payment of premium would constitute, constitute acceptance as well. All right, so we we'll, we'll talked about offer and acceptance. I think another another um, valid principle to this um, essential principle to an insurance contract will be consideration. We've been talking about premium, payment of premium for insurance coverage. So what is this? Now, consideration, this is the act or promise offered by one party and accepted by the other party as the price of his promise. Now, in insurance, there's no valid contract without consideration. This consideration, as we have said earlier, is called the premium. The premium is the price paid by the insured to the insurer, that is the insurance company, to be indemnified by the insurer on the occurrence of the insured risk. Yeah, the premium is a periodic payment and whenever it is not paid, there is no insurance. Hence the principle, no premium, no coverage. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> so for instance, if a person failed to renew his premium when it was due and during this period, the event insured against took place, the insured cannot come and claim on that Under policy. the policy, wow. Yeah. So if you're not making your payments, you definitely, there's no, cover. There's no insurance cover. Yeah. All right. So another essential um, principle of a valid insurance contract is the legal capacity to contract. An agreement would only be binding on parties if they have the legal capacity to enter into a contract. I mean, you know, these are things that we know. A child, you know, cannot enter into a contract, you know. So for the insurer, the Insurance Act stipulates that only companies incorporated as a limited liability company under the Companies and Allied Matters Act, that is CAMA, can commence insurance business or a body established by statutes. To carry out the business of insurance. Also, the insurer is expected to register with the National Insurance Commission, NICOM. Remember, we talked about um, the regulators of the insurance industry in Nigeria, which is NICOM. So, if you're going to be, um, you want to commence the business of insurance, you have to register with, with NICOM. Yeah, yeah. So, like we said, 
there must be capacity, right? So for the insured, he or she must be of legal age, that mm. is 18 years, and must be of a sound mind. Where it is a company, it must obtain the relevant authorization from its board before it can enter into that contract. Alright, alright. Okay, so another thing is consensus ad idem. I know this is a legal jargon, <laughs> so I'm going to explain this to our listeners. This simply means the meeting of minds. There should be a consensus as to what the insurer and the insured one. So, for instance, Tio is insurance company, the insurer, and I'm the insured. We have to have a meeting of mind. We have to have consensus and idem. That is, we already have all everything. We have agreed on everything before we start. Right. So, they must have the same mind and consent arising out of a common intention. Both parties shall agree on the risk insured, the kind of policy, and the terms that would institute the policy. And in fact, you have to even agree how much is payable, how much is the premium, right? So how much is the consideration I'm paying for this insurance covering? So the lack of clarity and consensus could lead to avoidable yeah, you don't want that at all. Definitely. <laughs> so we're talking about the next principle, which is conditions and warranty. Now, in general contracts, right, conditions are the fundamental terms which go to the root of the contract, and a breach of that fundamental term would give the innocent party the freedom to resign the contract, that is to terminate the contract. Yeah. Now, warranty, on the other hand, is a promise or undertaken by a party to perform an obligation. However, in an insurance company, or insurance contract rather, it is not so clear whether there is a distinction between the two. Both words are sometimes used to indicate vital terms in the contract and the non-performance of which could entitle the insurer to repudiate the contract. Oh wow, and also to add to that, a condition could be said to be duty imposed Mm. on the insured for a successful claim. Thus, the conditions are a precedent to recovery, so definitely they would have imputed some conditions in that insurance contract that okay you are going to be able to um have right to your claim when you do this do this and this so those are the conditions that we're talking about so for instance the condition that the insured must inform the insurer within seven days of the occurrence of the insured event otherwise the claim will not be payable so that's one of the condition precedents that we sometimes see in in yes in insurance contracts so warranty warranty is to the effect that a particular state of facts either in the present or in the future is a term of the contract a breach of which gives the insurer the option to avoid the contract from the date of the breach wow and the warranty could either be affirmative or permissory an affirmative warranty relates to the fact that at the time of entering into the contract if the facts are untrue the insurer can avoid the contract from the inception but the promissory warranty relates to the facts about the future it's just like a promise right it is a promise that certain facts will exist throughout the duration of the contract the breach of the promissory warranty of the promissory warranty sorry enables the insurer to avoid the contract from the date of the breach and not before However, it should be noted that by reason of the Insurance Act, a breach of a warranty or condition does not entitle the insurer to repudiate the contract unless it is a breach of a fundamental term of the contract. Again, the Act only allows the insurer to repudiate the contract where the breach is prior to the occurrence of the insured risk. And where the breach is at the occurrence of the insured risk. 
and the insured makes a claim the insurer is not entitled to repudiate the contract but to indemnify the insured to the extent of loss which would have been suffered if there was no breach of the term now remember we stated that a breach of a fundamental term could entitle the insurer to repudiate the contract a fundamental term is one which a prudent insurer will regard as material and relevant in accepting to underwrite a risk and in fixing the amount of premium. It follows that where there is a breach of a term, what would be considered is whether such breach was fundamental or not. Wow, and so we have discussed about a lot of things today. I'm sure our listeners will, will, will be so happy to learn all of this. So this will be all for our fourth episode on this series. Join us next week to listen to us talk more on insurance law in Nigeria. And remember, if you have any question or further inquiry, please reach out to us at info at imperiallawoffice.com. Bye, guys. Bye.